This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 141. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. Welcome back to the show, everybody, after a uh, brief, indefinite hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. We were never planning to go anywhere. It's just, you know. Yeah, what the hell happened? Shit happens, man. Really, though? I mean, well, you know what? You're right. September. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. Oh, that reminds me. Our, our last show, we had a show at The Rise in Provo. That was forever ago. For the band, Rejected Takeoff. Right, but yes. remember we were in the back talking to that band of probably 18 to 20-year-olds. Yeah. And we asked them, their name was Recently Decent, and we asked them how they came up with their their name. And they were like, well, we were going to name ourselves the Twin Towers. <laughs> I mean, I, no, not the Twin Towers, the Two Towers, the two towers. like <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. And I was just like, damn, that actually... It's would not be bad. a great name, it's and I bad. just think I know there's a probably New York. There's eight million people in New York, right? And I know there there's probably a band there. That, oh yeah. That three days before they ordered T-shirts for their <laughs> new band, the Twin Towers. It's, it's like <laughs> you know, five hundred dollars worth of T-shirts, and they're like, "Damn it!" Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like when I was working at AT and T. You remember the first mobile wallet? ISIS. I called ISIS, <laughs> ISIS. dude. We had ISIS T-shirts. We had it all over yeah. Smiths. And then a few months later, it was like ISIS invade. Like, oh, I had man. a full-on purple, like Utah Jazz purple track suit with ISIS <laughs> logos on it. <laughs> to break that out, wear it. The guy, the guy that would like the, <laughs> the looks you would get. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah, is that guy wearing something that says ISIS? I remember the product <laughs> rep came in once, and he's like, "I represent ISIS, not to be confused with the terror organization." <laughs> Oh, that was good. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <I represent> ISIS. <laughs> uh, death oh, to infidels. That poor CEO is just like, shit. Fuck, we spent like $10 million branding this shit. And now they're out of business. Yeah. And, and ISIS doesn't that. even call themselves ISIS. I know. It was something we made up. Yeah. Uh, well, it's November the 5th, everybody. On this day in history, China's first lunar satellite enters lunar orbit. The Chang 1. An unmanned lunar orbiting spacecraft Sounds sent the racist. first pictures of the moon on November 26th. Can you guess the year? Uh, ni- 1967. China's first lunar satellite enters lunar orbit 2007. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Once again, leading down the conspiracy rabbit hole uh. that we n- <laughs> that we never went. Speaking of which, they got to be getting close to Artemis too, right? I probably next summer. Well, they're they're launching the, the manned one, the manned crew to orbit. The one that doesn't get to land on the moon yet has to spend all the time oh, in the man. capsule. The worst crew to be on. I'd rather not I be know. an astronaut. They were <laughs> they were on Colbert and they were all excited. And I'm like, in their heart, they're probably like, 
Yeah, they're like, ah, fuck Neil Armstrong. We're probably going <laughs> to die, and we don't get to land on the moon. <laughs> right. Because if they're doing the same orbit, the same trajectory as Artemis 1, they will they will break records that the Artemis... Oh, no, they are going to be... The, yeah. They did say that. They'll be the, the highest farthest, altitude. The farthest away any yeah. uh, person's ever been before. Any human being, yeah. So which the Artemis 3 crew will not get to say. They just get to land on the moon and walk around, you know. It says the launch is no earlier than November... 2024. Okay, so we're looking at a 2026 launch. What the hell takes so long? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what is, like, I don't understand. It's that one, there's one they did guy. It, they did it once, and, like, what? I know. Does it, you have to refuel it? It takes that long to refuel? Well, I mean, uh, it went from Apollo 1, the launch pad fire, to 11, them walking on the moon in, like, a year and a half. I mean, we can we can land and turn around, like, millions of airplanes every day, but it takes... <laughs> Over a year to reload yeah. and relaunch a rocket. Speaking of rockets, I saw a clip of SpaceX um, ab- abort landing. Mm-hmm. Not a landing. The, the, you know the abort stage that's at the top of a rocket? Oh, yeah. They were just testing that for like a launch pad failure. Mm-hmm. Right? If, the, if the rocket below them starts to explode, that abort phase will throw them up into the atmosphere. I don't know what the G-force is on that thing, <laughs> but it, was, it looked like an animation. <laughs> Like those guys, they'd be dead. <laughs> they'd be dead anyway, just from the. It was so fast. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, can you do it when you're going eleven thousand miles per hour? Like, what would happen to you? I I don't know. It'd it, be like it'd be like uh, that uh, TV show. The the. Uh, like they would just be puddles. You know, at the, the bottom of the, the space spacecraft. one where where they have the books that you read. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You oh, know, the expanse. The expanse where they gotta take the. The juice and the stuff. The gel, to, yes. To, otherwise, it just right. splat. It's true. It's a lot of G's. It's so so much G's. G's. <laughs> much G's? Many G's. Many. So many G's. So many. It's really fast, really quick. Uh, so, yeah, November. Oh, yeah, there's a Canadian that's on not this gonna, trip. That's not going to happen, though. It's going to be at least oh, twenty. Yeah. At least late 2025. Probably. It'll get scrubbed like 19 times. Yeah. I don't get it. I'll go I back feel like for. We should be so much further along than that. I might go to a launch. I would maybe consider going to Artemis three. I don't know. But depending so on how burn out on our last experience. <laughs> depending on how Artemis two goes, if it goes smoothly on the first attempt, then okay, maybe they've got their you know their act together. If not, then maybe four or five. I mean, if I was gonna go, I'd plan it. You know to. to to be there on the day of and then the next week. Right. Yeah, you got to take the whole. But even then, we wouldn't have. Right? They. I think we could have caught the second one had we waited one more day. But they still didn't launch no, them. No, right, of right, course right. not. Yeah. It was like, remember, they had to roll it back like twice. Oh, yeah, because a hurricane was coming in. Yeah. Well, the first time they rolled it back was because they were like, well, <laughs> we don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> and then they put it back and they're like, oh, that hurricane, we got to put yeah, it back. Yeah, and yeah, roll it back <laughs> so again. It's the hurricane, not the fact that we. Still have holes in the fuselage. Yeah. It's so weird to me. Uh, but whatever. I'm not a nephologist. Yeah. I, I'm not a ge- <laughs> not a geologist. I'm, I'm, not, a, I don't I'm not a dentist. I don't freaking know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So much has happened since our, our last episode in, it, in our, all of my life. Uh, it really is weird how much happens. And I think it's just... I, I don't... Do you think more is actually happening in the world right now, or is it just that we're so aware of everything that happens? Oh, I definitely think it. In fact, I watched 
a historian talk about this the other day and, and how we're and, just wait and historian. What did I say? Uh, uh histo- <laughs> and historian. Uh, how, um, it's just that we know we we we're much more aware of everything now. Okay, and so because of the news cycle, because of social media. I mean, just because look, looking at everything we put in our. F- I've watched several videos about how right now is actually the best time <laughs> to have ever lived in the oh, world. Oh, for sure. And at least in the first world, everything yeah. is going down around the world, except except suicide is going down everywhere in the world, except here, except for the United <laughs> States, yeah, and especially Utah. Yeah, I think there's no doubt about it that in the first world, no better time to live, right, in the history of the world, for sure. Uh, but still, seems like a lot. Like I can't even list off everything. Like we have it, we have like in our rundown here. Like different things that have happened since we've been last on the show, mm-hmm. but it's just really weird how much. Yeah, I mean, there's been like three wars started, and yeah, I had a camera put in my butt. Let's uh, talk about that for a second. Okay, let's, let's not talk about the, the war yet. No, no, let's just we don't want to we don't want to talk about the Jews <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, man, I can't believe we I this it's been this long because I did this back in. I, I want to say September, like the first or second week of September. The camera? Yeah. Yeah, you've I've, long since shitted out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been having um, some stomach issues. Yeah. Like, so I had, it's kind of seems to have resolved itself for now at least. Um, well, when they put the camera in there, they kind of scrub. Well, <laughs> they kinda it's, it's <laughs> like a street sweeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we may not find anything, but we'll clean it out. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, I went to a buttologist, uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember, whatever they're called. Gastroenterologist. Yeah, and he's like, hey, man, uh, I don't know, you seem like maybe you just need to take some, some more Miralax, but what the hell, let's, <laughs> let's, let's do a, uh. Not, not realizing that you're already down in a couple <laughs> bottles a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's what I, every time I go to the doctor, they're just like, oh, you're constipated? Have you tried Metamucil? I'm like. I have you tried Miralax? Single-handedly, like, am keeping. <laughs> have I tried it? <laughs> I have it like on the hour, every hour. Right. Like, I wh- do it with my cocaine. Yeah, I <laughs> snort it. How are you? Are not? you not supposed <laughs> to snort it? Um. But anyway, I went. Uh, yeah, I went, and they they decided to s- let's do a colonoscopy to make sure that uh, nothing's that wasn't. You know, it wasn't. It was also a. Uh, not an MRI. What's the a CAT scan? Yes, I did that too, to make sure my prostate wasn't exploded and uh, you know everything was fine. Did you have to drink the contrast? Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's what happened for the CAT scan. I had to drink two bottles of what appeared to be horse semen. Right. Like seriously. Right. <laughs> if I can find a picture. I have the picture somewhere. We put it somewhere. But it's two huge bottles of horse semen. Well, it's horse semen. Right. And apparently, it illuminates your body or something. Yeah, it's your stomach. I don't know. It's been deactivated. Yeah. Like it couldn't get you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, <laughs> um, it's inert. It's sterile. You know, they radiate it. I yeah. could become like horseman. You know, right. kind of like Spider Man. Like, a, like a chimera. But only if it gets into my bloodstream. <laughs> Which is why they tell you if you have any open sores, yeah, don't rub, don't spill, don't, don't rub, rub. The, yeah, yeah, it's on the bottle. So um, I had to, so I, I went to the to get the well, I had to drink these two bottles like an hour before, right, like throughout the day, and I get there and they put you in the tube, and luckily it's nothing like a, it's not like a CAT scan where you're cramped in a 
it's just a really quick like an MRI you mean? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's not like an MRI. It's no. really fast and everything. So um they do put an um a um uh an IV. <laughs> an IV. An <laughs> IV in you and they're like, "Hey, just so you know, um you're going to feel like you peed your pants. We're going to put this stuff in you. It's going to make you warm all right. over." Right. And you're going to feel like you peed your pants. And I'm I'm sitting there I'm like, "Okay." And um so they do like two test runs. We're like, we're gonna do two tests and then the real one. So it's like it counts down and the machine moves me <laughs> forward yeah. and backward. And they're like, hey, here we go. And I can't like it's crazy how fast the bloodstream works, right? Yeah. Because it hits and it's just like instantly you can feel it go through your whole body. Right. And yeah, it does kind of feel like you peed your pants. So or you you raised your hand. You're like, is it supposed to make you feel like you came? <laughs> Well, I, I already came. Oh, okay. So yeah, you were refracting. <laughs> something about the, the <laughs> tubes and everything. <laughs> IVs really get me going. But um, So I'm in there getting it. It only takes like five seconds. You know, it's not very long. But my right. stomach is kind of going. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I'm going to barf. And I'm just sitting there like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come oh. on. Please, 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 please. And then it backs me out, and she comes in. And she's like, are you feeling okay? And she's like, I said, I think I'm going to barf. And she hands me a bag, and I freaking blow all two liters of horse semen into the bag. Are you serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, she came prepped with a bag. Well, they ha- yeah, they have them in there. They're just like weird barf bags. Right, right. And I filled like two of them up. That's crazy. The whole time, I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's like, it's okay, honey. It happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Behind you, she's like waving for help. Like, hurry. Somebody come in here. <laughs> call the code. Somebody call the code. <laughs> it's so much. <laughs> she's like, did you drink all of you that? <laughs> you were only supposed to drink a cap full. <laughs> we just send extra. <laughs> We assume you're going to spill, so <laughs> it's like Pepto. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, oh, that's, that's how hilarious. I became Horseman, and I can shoot <laughs> webs from my hands or something. It's I don't know. You're producing glue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can run really fast on all fours and carry fat guys <laughs> on my back. Well, anyway. <laughs> speaking of medical experiences, I'll give you an update yeah. to my emotional and mental well-being. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I told you a little bit about this, but one thing I didn't mention. So I went to the doctor because I was still feeling shitty, mm-hmm. and I wanted to try a new cocktail. I thought maybe I was on too much uh, ser- meds that were affecting serotonin too much because I was, like, yeah. sweaty. and Anyway, long story. So I, w- I go in there, and she prescribes me a new antidepressant. Uh-huh. I was on Prozac, right? and she prescribed me Cymbalta. Mm-hmm. And I have to wean off the Prozac first, right? Right. And I'm also on a drug called Buspirone for anxiety, which is also a serotonin drug. Mm-hmm. And so I'm as I'm weaning off the Prozac, I <clears throat> I've, I've also started taking magnesium and vitamin D, just as an experiment. I, right. s- I saw someone, I think on TikTok, saying like it helped my anxiety. I'm like, well, whatever. It's just a supplement, so I'll try mm-hmm. it. Um. So I'm like, well, I kind of want to cleanse my body of these two drugs before I start a new one. Mm-hmm. And Buspirone, I was taking twice a day for anxiety and Prozac once a day, obviously. So I weaned off and I stopped taking Buspirone. I just felt like I didn't need it, right? And now it's been, 
I don't even know how long, a month and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Still haven't started Cymbalta. I haven't taken any Buspirone for anxiety in this time. I don't know what happened. The only variable that changed was I had started taking magnesium like a few weeks before that. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> what if this whole time you just needed a little I extra just needed magnesium. magnesium? Yeah. So if you struggle with anxiety or depression, give it a shot. I'm not saying that. That's interesting. I not, mean, who knows? It's all. So I'm still on um, a drug called uh, Lamictal. It's like a mood stabilizer. The, oh, okay. You know, um, and a drug called guanfacine that's supposed to help with anxiety a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mostly, she she asked me to stay on it because it made my blood pressure go down. Oh. So she's like, even if it's not having an emotional therapeutic effect, like just do that. So <clears throat> anyway, fascinating. I don't know. I don't get it, but that's... I feel I feel a lot better right now. Lately, I uh, so yeah, I have not similar, but I I got off sertraline. I guess I got off on that a while ago. Yeah, uh, off of it, not off on off. <laughs> I got off, off on it. it. <laughs> That's definitely not what happens with antidepressants. <laughs> um, and then uh, I started something called Pristique, which works differently than an SSRI. Right. And Vyvanse, both that which is an ADD medication. Uh, and I started both of those, and I. September, I things have changed a lot for me. I've been feeling really good lately. Yeah. But um, I also, I don't know if it's working or if I just have had a really good few months. I, because, so September, no, when, when I started thing, seeing my therapist, my biggest complaint was I'm bored and I, I, I feel like I don't have things to do. I'm just sitting around, like, depressed all the time, and I don't know. And she's sort of like, well, let's try this medication, see what happens. And then September, I had something every weekend. Yeah. Like, we went to the cabin. We I would went to monster trucks with my nephew. Uh, what else? We, we went to went, a concert. We went to a concert <clears throat> uh, where I met a girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I'm dating someone. Yeah. And so... I uh, I don't know if it's a combination of the medication or having a good September and now having a girlfriend, <laughs> or <laughs> or so I'm but like, uh, do I need this medication? Like, <laughs> I guess the th- there is one other variable. Hmm. We've been recording this show less. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Because I'm the exact opposite of you. I have way too much going on. Right. Right. So I have a normal job. I own a vending machine business where we got a. You know, between my dad helps out a lot. So between my dad and I, we're always filling vending machines. Mm -hmm. I started a business with Randy that's, he's super busy, which is fantastic. Right. So every once in a while, I have to, you know, go help him out. Throw him a bone. Have a family. So it's like, I'm the opposite of you. It was like, I don't have any real free time, Mm -hmm. you know. And, And then, you know, one day a week, we're practicing with the band. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so between Spencer and I, if you are struggling, maybe you can, you know, don't be afraid to talk to your doctor, try something different. I, You know, if if this Pristique is working, and again, it is, it works differently than SSRI, I can't remember exactly, I but think it's it not less serotonin or something? I, I can't think remember. it works on norepinephrine, um, if I'm not mistaken. But what's really a bummer is I spent five years on sertraline, yeah. kind of just feeling not depressed, but just kind right. of shit, just, yeah. you know, in the middle. Yeah, don't and be don't be like you I wish I would have thought to Yeah, you definitely have to give drugs their 
a trial period, like right. at least eight weeks, 12 weeks. But don't be afraid to try something different. As long, The only thing I'll say is don't ever quit cold turkey on no, anything. No, that could be problematic, especially on antidepressants. But, man, if you've been anxious, try it's magnesium glycinate and vitamin D. You get both of them on Amazon. It took me if, – if that's what helped, it took maybe – Eight weeks mm-hmm. of taking that every day to to make it so I don't take. I mean, I've I haven't taken. I should say I I have taken something for anxiety if it was Buspar or Clonopin mm-hmm. for the last six years right. every day. So it's it's remarkable that I haven't taken anything in ninety days or so. Hmm. It's really strange, and, but I'm happy about it. I'd rather not have to take right, anything. Right. So. And you're not feeling super anxious? No, that's what's it. Like I would glad, I would easily if I was feeling anxious, I would easily take another buprenorphine. I'm not afraid to take it. Right, right. You know what I mean? I hate uh, it. Anxiety is absolutely the worst emotion. I'd rather be depressed. <laughs> I'd rather be anything than feeling anxious. Usually, they are almost equally comorbid with me. Right. Right. Like I, I generally have them. It's like anxiety makes me depressed, and depression makes me anxious. It's a it's, uh, yeah. I don't. It's a cycle I don't really. Me. It's either. It's not one or the other, but it's yeah. definitely. They're not. Like when I'm anxious, it's normally about something. It, I guess. Sure. And uh, <laughs> I, I having just started dating someone for the first time in six years, I'm realizing that I might be more damaged in a lot of areas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than 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 I realized because yeah. i haven't been in anything since i was divorced the amount of the amount of listeners we're going to lose now that you're off the market <laughs> like we may as well not even do this anymore, oh i'm sure you know yeah <laughs> no it, yeah i mean you're probably right. you know we get emails people are like is that 38 year old fat bald guy like why can't where does his number and how can i get in his <laughs> pants immediately yeah. Like, the amount of emails I, I get and text messages I feel. I don't know how they get my number. <laughs> <laughs> well, I give it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. we didn't even... T- I got a camera in my butt. We didn't even finish talking about that. Oh, I thought we were done because we moved to my med situation. No. But go ahead. Yeah. We talked about the CAT scan. Okay. And oh. Then, anyway, so after the CAT scan, I get the, the colonoscopy, which most people don't have to get until they're like 40-something. Right. And... uh that was an experience. Yeah. The night before. Because they give you the shit drug. And what I don't understand is. You got to clean it out. Right. <clears throat> so my appointment was first thing in the morning because I'm diabetic. So they get you in right away because you're not supposed to eat. You have to ah. have a liquid diet the day before, which really sucked. Right. Um, and then they have you take the uh, poop your brains out medicine. Right. But what I don't understand is they tell you to start it at like 8 o'clock at night. Oh, so you shit all night? Right, <clears throat> probably so because it's probably so because people get so weak without eating and having no. If you poop out all your, all your shit, <laughs> I guess what, I don't. You know, but you got no energy. You've got nothing. You're depleted. You're gonna. But s- we don't use the the poop. Is it the poop is an energy? Well, it is before it. I don't know. Uh, I listen. I, I, I don't, don't know, know how it works. I don't know. But I as just, it moves through your I digestive didn't get system, get any sleep then. because every five seconds, right? I had and then. <sighs> My anus was so sore. I, it, you got to get nicer toilet paper. I, well, I, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. So for those of you in the future that are about to get a colonoscopy, make sure you get some of the wet, you know, g- guy, sure. dude, dude, dude wipes. Don't flush them. 
Or You'll create a fatberg, yeah, I which guess. we've talked about at length. <laughs> <laughs> but get some. Don't skimp on the TP. The you know the couple of days before. Yeah, but I mean, what? get some nice three ply. Charmin you know, claims to be. You know, their whole thing is no dingleberries. Nah. All right, that's their whole thing. Yeah. Right, they have the bears, and they're like, "Look how clean my bear ass is." Right. I've never had more problems <laughs> than with Charmin, and it's because it's too soft. It's it's too soft. Yeah. And it just it, it, you it, need a little friction. It, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. One hundred percent, you oh. get what you pay for with toilet paper. Oh, for sure. Um. Anyway, so I got my butt scoped with a, a giant camera. Well, it's a, it's a small camera, but I don't yeah, know, man, it looked way bigger than I thought it would be. It was like this. It's like a camcorder. It was like this big around. You're like, you're gonna shove that in me, huh? Okay. Um, Need you to bear down. I personally was totally willing to stay awake during the whole thing and, and watch, and you know, but they were like, no, we're gonna put you to sleep. Any way you could warm that thing up. <laughs> and um, I don't. Have you been under anesthesia before? No. It's so weird. It's because you know you go to it's it's. You, this is my second time, but the first time I was like 13 or something. I don't remember, but uh, it just happens so fast. Like yeah. the doctor tells you you're gonna fill something, and then, and then it, you just like kind of like oh, and then you say something like I'm really fucked up, man, and then you're just <laughs> gone. Yeah, and then you wake up, and you know when you go to sleep at night, even though you're not really aware of what happened, there's still like this sense of the sure. passage of time. Yeah. But when you wake up from anesthesia, it's like instant. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> did you guys do it? Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> the only reason you know that they did is because you're in a different room. Right. And. And your anus is a little sore. Yeah, definitely. And um, <laughs> you're so groggy when you wake up. Like, so the n- I had this nice, this nice older nurse. And she tried to put my IV in my right hand because my veins suck. And she saw a vein, but she screwed up. She missed it. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm like, oh, it's fine. I, it's f- it happens all the time. No big deal. And she put in the other hand. And then when I get to the, the back into the recovery, the nurse is like, oh, what happened on your right hand? And I'm like, the other nurse fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> She's over there crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, there was nothing in my butt at all. It was squeaky clean. Yeah. Did I show you the picture? I showed a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. S- unfortunately, of my, you sent it to me. I sent it to so many right. people. Yeah. I was eating lunch. Well, it should have been fine because there was nothing in there. It was <laughs> squeaky clean. Well, I spent the whole night before cleaning it <laughs> with your finger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to do that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um. Oh, speaking of mental health. Yeah. Uh, at the current therapist that I go to, in the waiting room, they always have Bob Ross on. I know that waiting room. Yeah. Yeah, Tanner. Yeah. Yeah. And I gotta say, Bob Ross is pretty freaking relaxing. Oh, dude, for <laughs> sure. Not only that, he makes painting seem so easy. Right. And I just. That's what made him great. Because most po- most time you watch an artist that makes it look easy, you get pissed. Right. You know? But no, he he doesn't, he's like, doesn't matter if you mess up. Yeah. Just put this happy little tree right here, man. Right. It's cool. Yeah. Like, you could sneeze you on it and he he'd be like, like, that's all right. super high, like, all the time? Because <laughs> apparently he was like a, like a, like a crazy, like, he was kind of a womanizer kind of dude. He was kind of a perfectionist, too. For each episode, he painted three paintings. Oh, really? He painted a practice one, the one for the episode, and then a third perfected one. Oh. 
So each each episode, there's three. So his collection, the Bob Ross collection, is like massive. Do they sell for a lot? Yeah. There's got to be a lot of them out there. There are a lot of them out there, but they do sell for a lot. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. A Bob Ross. Oh, I love a Bob Ross. Cool. Speaking of Bob Ross, Ethan's grandpa. Yeah. Is painting. Is Bob Ross? <laughs> <laughs> he is Bob. He's been painting more. He's he's older. And he, Ethan put some in his office. Oh, right. Really? I went there because I have a throat infection, so I went to see Ethan again. And I was like, who painted these? He had three hanging up. He's uh-huh. like, my grandpa. I'm like, I'd buy one of those. Uh, yeah. For sure. My grandpa also painted in watercolors. I have access to several paintings, but I'm waiting for me to have a place where birds won't poop on them. Ah, yeah. I have a few Dannys. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. I got a few Dannys in my house. But, uh, you know, I mean, that's... That's Danny. Uh, <laughs> he's not old. So. <laughs> no, he's not old, but they are they are magnificent. No, he's paintings. really good. He's yeah. really good. I That's Danny Warner, by the way. You can, I think he has a lot of his paintings on Facebook and Does stuff. He? Yeah. If you need a painting, commission the Warner. Um. So I was on Facebook the other day, and you know I like Star Trek. A little bit. And um, I guess there's a whole contingent of Star Trek fans that don't like the newer Star Trek stuff. Well, because I didn't know that, but I definitely could have guessed. Because they say it's too woke. Oh, for fuck's sake! And Come on, <laughs> I'm over here like the whole the whole premise, the whole point of Star Trek is woke is equality. I for mean, all. Star Trek has been woke since before woke was even a right. word. I mean, it was the first interracial kiss. On television was right. between Shatner and uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, but I, I was just like, what? What? Is, well, what first are you of all, talking about is too woke. That group could only exist on Facebook, I guess. You know, it's because uh, is it because there's like or, gay people or Truth Social? <laughs> well, I do love Truth Social. <laughs> it's my you know new hub ever since Twitter turned. Every to <laughs> every new generation of a. Uh, of a story gets hated on. And then what I'm finding out though, like so the episode one, two, three of Star Wars right. was insanely hated when it came oh, out. Oh yeah, but now it's like a But thing. all the kids who grew up with that one are like, it's the best ever. Right. You know, and it's like, true. fuck the original trilogy. It's true. You know? No, that is true. So all the kids who are watching Star Trek now, twenty years from now are gonna love this. Oh, for sure. This for one sure. more. So I just it just bothered me because it's like you're missing the point. Like, right. why are you watching Star Trek? Maybe you're a Star Wars guy. Like, I, like maybe you're a Battle Star. Like, guy. the whole point of Star Trek is that we live in a utopia and everyone is is happy, and we're so happy that we've developed ways to go explore the galaxy, right? And become unhappy. And their whole well, I guess their charter is to not intervene. Well, what, that's the prime directive. The prime directive you know. is to, but they always do. Sometimes when they maybe. see an injustice, I mean, a lo- not always, but it depends yeah. on your captain, yeah. you know. And, and but they, there is there's a lot of that, right? They they do break it a lot and somehow don't get in trouble. So, I so there is their complaint with the story or with like I the, the subplots. There, there's, there's a lot more. There's a lot of gay characters now, like a lot. Yeah. Um, like everyone's gay. <laughs> <laughs> like a representative sample of how many people are normally gay. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just uh, that that must be the biggest thing because seriously, Star Trek in the '90s was, I mean, it it, it tackled known you know issues in right. in, in in different stories. You know, like 
uh, I can't think of an example right now, but I, you know that's what they did. I mean, and so it's just like, what? Yeah, if, I mean, if you're if you're writing a show that doesn't connect to the zeitgeist, then it's not going to work. I mean, it's, gonna I, fail. it's not that they. Uh, I don't. I don't feel like they were like, hey, we got to put a crap load of gay characters in here because I don't know, we have to do that now. Right. I don't think that's what happened. They were just like. Where you have gay characters because there's gay people, and right. there's probably going to be more in the future because there's going to be more people. So, right, eh. all and right, and other cultures might be gay too. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, you know, and there, th- there's a lot. Actually, there's not just a, there's a lot of like, uh, I guess what you would call bi, but more it's just like what's what's the word I'm looking for? Not bi, just kind of open to whatever. Oh, just fluid. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. And maybe I mean it's five hundred years in the future. Oh, like Who knows? a pan, it could be like pansexual. Yeah, yeah. You want to you you? I want to I want to ask you a question about about uh, not pansexuals but polyamorous relationships. Sure. Now I don't have much experience with them, obviously. Yeah. Because you know I have a hard time finding just one. Right. And <laughs> and the thought of you know, having to work with two. But here's my thought, and I, I and I have. I've encountered one recently, a relationship. And to me, this is just what I observed. It seems like two people are taking advantage of one person. <laughs> uh, and it seems like that would happen a lot. In what respect? G- go a little bit deeper here's, here. So here's what I think happened. Okay, And these people have no idea really who I am. So I'm not really worried about just, just observ- observations from a friend's friend. Sure. But it seems like a a guy and a girl were together. Okay. Okay? And that girl might have been a lesbian. But she wasn't quite ready to accept it yet. But So maybe she's bisexual. Yeah. Okay. And so she was like, hey, let's try this three, the polyamorous thing with this other girl. Right. And now I think that they're okay admitting that they're lesbians. Okay. And that maybe they're just using this guy for money and stability uh, listen that might definitely happen right but that is not i'm not saying i don't know one way or the other but it just seems to me like Look, I, mean, I, that, I, I i that's one thing i just don't like polyamory i don't really get i don't really get that, the but that happens in monogamous relationships well that's true right no that's true so it could certainly happen in a polyamorous relationship um I think that uh, if you can have a truly polyamorous relationship, then you have somehow um, overcome some sort of jealousy I in guess. your mind. It you just, to me, it seems like someone would always be getting screwed over. Like someone in the relationship would be getting the short end of a stick. In what way? Give me an example. The 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 love, the, the care, the the companionship like it feels like i don't know it just seems like it would be hard to do yeah like it seems like i I'm, don't i don't disagree i mean right I, but um but it would be, it's it's this to me not understanding or not uh identifying with with a polyamorous relationship is the same thing as not understanding or maybe not identifying with a gay relationship well, sure right sure so i mean if you i try to think of specific examples right like mm-hmm. let's say you're wanting just to have a romantic night. Mm-hmm. You're watching a movie, maybe having a dinner. You mm-hmm. know, in what respect would someone else feel slighted in that situation? 
you know, what would well, make you'd it hard. have to be really careful to make sure that everyone got equal attention. And if someone didn't, then they would be slighted. Well, they might, but that I think that's Un- the unless that's it just the difference. Works out that way. That's the th- difference. Is they've I think that in a true polyamorous relationship, you've you've overcome any sort of jealousy that might happen mm-hmm. stemming from a desire for monogamy. Mm-hmm. I think that people could see their two partners talking or whatever, getting along, mm-hmm. and not be jealous, but be happy. Like I love that they're I love that they're talking and love each other, and I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I so. mean it's yeah. Like I said, it's not something I have a lot of experience with. I just no, to me I, it seems that's what it just kind of like I don't know if I I don't really have any desire for it, but I also don't have any desire to be gay, right? So okay, <laughs> okay, that's not what you told me. <laughs> okay. Well, with you, <laughs> so I think I I I think it's uh I think it's it's very very similar in that someone who someone like me or you who can't really. Um, can't really identify with it because it's not something you desire, but you can look at people and say, look, if it makes you happy, then awesome. Sure. You know? Sure. Uh, sure. But certainly, I think that just as in a monogamous relationship, people can get taken advantage of all the time. Right. You know? So I don't think it's unique. Yeah. Um. So the other day, what was I doing? I don't remember. Th- I, I put this on the rundown so long ago, I don't remember what led me to this. Um, what do, uh, what does Area 51 and Utah's own Hill Air Force Base have in common? Uh, they're both military installations. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Or what, what, that maybe, what, uh, well, here's what I found out. Okay. Okay. First of all, have you heard of Janet Airlines? Is that like the airline that takes the people who work at Area 51 from Vegas? So there's like 12 737s. Red Stripe. Red Stripe, and they're white. Um, And yeah, they just, their call sign is Janet. Yeah. And they fly from uh, McCarran, Las Vegas International, to uh, Mirror Lake, Area 51. And if you can actually track them all the way till they disappear right before oh really they when they I guess they turn off their transponder or something right before they yeah. land um and um they're all registered in the state of Utah to Hill Air Force Base, all those seven thirty sevens that's weird right Air, for some reason, I thought area fifty one was an air Force base as well yeah, that's what I, it is huh well, I think. I guess we don't. So they get like serviced in Utah. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. They've. I've never, never seen one. Yeah. They, I'm pretty sure they probably have their own hangar there at McCarran. But uh, I just thought that was interesting. That that is weird. That they're all registered here. Yeah, probably some pencil pusher. And especially what's even more weird is that one of the bigger Air Force bases down there, Nellis, is right there. Oh, it's right there outside of Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. So why? <laughs> you know, what's <laughs> that, is that weird. all about? They're probably like, ah, let the Utah taxpayers yeah, probably. cover some of this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how often people leave there. You know? Like these people who are flying on Janet, is it right. a daily thing? I think they, they just live fly in Vegas. In, yeah, I think they just fly in and fly out every day. Every it's, single day. It's not day. a long flight. It's no, but I mean, it would just be the like, logistics of going through an airport and. Well, they don't have to go. They have their own. They got their own thing? They have their own thing, their own terminal. Interesting. But. I mean, I I hope they all get paid a ton because it seems like you would have to be the. I mean, it would make more sense that you'd fly to Area 51, work for five days, 
fly back. Could be. You know. I doubt. I, I. I mean, with the amount of traffic that's that's probably every day. I mean, they do flights constantly. So I don't. Yeah. Got to bring in those alien bones. I know. Yeah. It's weird. Um. See, that's something that happened since the last show, what? right? The aliens. Has it? I can't remember did if that we, was. Did we never talk about that? Maybe, maybe it was on the last show. Yeah, I think we did. How but the government admitted to? Well, the government didn't admit. No, the dude, the dude went to Congress. That's what was. But everyone, everyone's like takeaway was that the government that aliens are real, but the government never admitted anything. Just some guy said he knew somebody who knew somebody. That's true. So the government might not know if we're talking about the government as in legislators, right? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Matt Gates doesn't know. <laughs> somebody might know. Speaking of, oh wait, oh yeah. Well, real quick, I just. Did you hear? Did you hear Chris Christie rail the this Republican um, uh, festival? Not festival. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, man, he just stuck it to him, man. I to the to all Republicans. Well, the people that were booing him at this um, carnival. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I, I'm struggling for the ra- right word. A rally. Here. Sure. Um. All I know about Chris Christie right now, and I know you, I know you, I, kinda, I know you're not a Republican, I, I, I but I kinda, know you like him. I kind of want to do him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he, I think he's generally well spoken, and he, you know what I mean. He's a charismatic guy, I think. Right. Um, but I have a problem with how much he backed Trump for four years, and well, now all sure. of a sudden it's like, nah, this fucker's going but, to jail. But, but he stopped like halfway through his presidency. And no, no, no. Chris Christie was there during the election shit, wasn't he? No. Hang he's, on. He never claimed that Trump won. He He's never been an election denier. And he he was very critical of Trump during his presidency. I swear I remember him on stage. I think the best way to describe him was he, he liked Trump's policies but did not care for his horse issuery. Right. Republicans earlier, one of Trump's chief critics scolded the audience after being booed for his opposition to the GOP frontrunner. Yeah. Well, now it feels like home. Thank you all very much. Your anger against the truth is reprehensible. <laughs> the problem is you want to shout down any voice that says anything different than what you want to hear. Uh, okay, let's discuss now with Vanity Fair special correspondent Molly John. Doesn't work, man. <laughs> it doesn't work to go up against him. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad he did, but it just seals his fate. Right. You know, they're not. It's like when Hillary called them deplorables and stuff like that. Right. You no, know? I know. Um, I don't. I think that uh, yeah. Pence dropped out, right? Oh, yeah, he did. So I, I don't I mean, it's, I don't know what's going to happen, because even if Trump goes to jail, he can run for president. Right. You know, unless unless the Congress can f- ever come together. He is being there are two states I want to say Colorado and, ah, oh shit, I can't remember the other one. 
Nebraska. Anyway, where it's moving through the courts, it's going to the Supreme Court in that state right now mm-hmm. to say he is not allowed on the ballot because he participated in an insurre- insurrection, which is like the oh yeah Fourteenth Amendment or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple. So those are going to make their way through the courts. So it's possible before the election even happens that this will be a Supreme Court case, right? That will then say, no, nah, he actually can't. He can't. You know. But if they don't, or if the Supreme Court disagrees. He could run for president from jail because <laughs> there's nothing on the books about that. Right. You know, but right now on what it looks like is DeSantis <laughs> is somehow going to become the nominee you because think? because he's in second place to Trump who might not make it. Mm. So, I mean, it could create a primary toss up. Right. Because we don't know exactly who all the hardcore Trumpers would vote for in a primary if they couldn't vote for Trump. Right. Would they just not vote? Or would they vote for DeSantis or Ramaswamy? Like, who knows? Uh, it depends. I don't know. It's hard to say. That's the question they need to be polling. Right. Right, right, right. If you could not vote for Trump, would you vote? Yes or no? Right? Hey. No, not no. Like, that's <laughs> that's the poll that needs to be taken right now. I'd be very interested in that. Right. You know? Because, mm. I don't know. I'm worried about Joe. Super, this... This Israel genocide mm-hmm. is, I thought Gen Z was going to save us. Right now, I don't think Gen Z will vote for Joe. Really? They, I don't think Gen Z will vote for Joe if this Israel thing continues. Who would they vote for? I don't think they would vote. Mm. I don't think they would vote for uh, a president. Because if they're not going to vote for Joe on, on principle Israel then they wouldn't vote for anybody else. Right. Right. So that's scary. Right, right. And I see their point, but we've also been through this a couple times where if you don't vote, <laughs> right, you, you know what's going to happen then, right? Right, right. We get someone like Trump. But I, I understand. I get why you're pissed. Why are they pissed? <laughs> <laughs> because because it, Joe won't condemn Israel's genocide on Palestine. Oh, oh. Yeah. You know? I, and I know why. Can we get into this for a minute? Well, we might as well. Yeah, I know why. Um, <clears throat> for one thing, America is a fairly selfish country, and we need allies <laughs> everywhere. And right now, we have two allies in the region. We have Turkey and Israel. That's it. Right. You know. So we're going to back an ally. Um, but I think the bigger reason is when nine eleven happened. Mm-hmm. We invaded Afghanistan. A couple years later, invaded Iraq, killed a million civilians. Right, I do remember that. So we can't then turn around and condemn it. Right, <laughs> you know, the because there there were other avenues. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to invade Afghanistan. There 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 were other ways to fight Al Qaeda. Mm-hmm. Right. I was reading an article from Brown University about this, um, that the number, the low estimate of civilians is like 400,000 between the two wars. We displaced like 38 million people. So when we talk about what Israel's doing, they killed 9,000 civilians. Mm -hmm. They've displaced about a million and a half people so far. That's nothing compared to what America did on nine after nine 11. Right. So it's really hard for our leaders who were elected at the time vis-a-vis Joe Biden mm-hmm. 
to then say, yeah, we, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't kill civilians just to go after the people who attacked you because now they're hiding with their civilian. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's exactly what Al-Qaeda does. And frankly, I'm sick of that argument that they're human shields. Every fucking country in the world does that. We have Hill Air Force Base in the middle of a neighborhood. Mm, yeah, that's true. Right? Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not new. It's not a dirty tactic. It's what every country does mm-hmm. now. We're in a, it's a different time than the big world wars where we would line up, line them up. Right. You know, but even then, do you know how many civilians we killed in Japan? Well, without the nukes, without the nukes, we right. killed about, we killed at least a hundred thousand civilians in Tokyo before the nukes were ever dropped with the firebombs, mm-hmm. the firebombing, the napalm of Tokyo. Terrible. Right. The pilots could feel the heat Ew. from burning bodies and buildings it was all wood anyway right right so this is a what israel's doing is 100 percent america's mo <laughs> so as soon as we realize that you know we've done this shit we're not the good guy which is what gen z is realizing right fully right uh it's awful it's terrible what is happening to palestinians they have nothing to do with hamas right they, yeah, they elected Hamas in 2006. We elected Donald Trump. Mm. So it's not an excuse. Right. Right? So as long as this continues without any strong condemnation that is more than words, i.e., we're not going to send you $14 billion if you're going to just k- use it to kill civilians. Right, right. You know? I think he might, I think he might lose the Gen Z vote. Even though there are, and I would enc- I would encourage anyone who's Gen Z to please don't do that. There are many more issues on the table, especially domestically, right? That we need a Democrat, a liberal, in office. I mean, we don't want to turn into Gilead, <laughs> which we're Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, would gladly do. I know. I love right? everyone calling him out for his. If you want to know how his Bible what thumping. I believe, I just look at the Bible. So and everyone's get, like, oh, okay. So you just sell your daughters into slavery. Yeah, well, that and, uh, I mean, Jesus said to give up all your wealth and, right. and take care of everybody. No one, there should be so... in- interest-free loans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of the above. I don't get it, man. The Bible's full of hypocrisy, Great, we know that. Well, but I'm, Republicans I'm, and their relationship with the religion is just yeah. hypocrisy on its own, and I don't. I don't get it, but yeah. The only thing that Joe has going for him, this is this is going to sound really callous, is that the election is kind of far away. Right, right. Um, they could they could wipe Gaza in a number of like maybe two or three more weeks. They've already displaced seventy five percent of the population. Wow. You know, and they have nowhere to go. They're just wandering the streets because no right. other country will let them in. They're fenced in. Right. Not fenced. They're walled in. Mm-hmm. The only country that has an open, a, not even open, a border to them is Egypt. Right. And Egypt's like, nah. We're, we're good. We got pyramids. The last thing we need, because here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. Half the population are under the age of 18. There? In Gaza. Oh, wow. Half the population are kids. Hmm. So... Tell me a more effective way to create Hamas 2.0. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so, and Israel knows that. That's why they're doing this. They would rather just fucking kill all two million. Jesus. Hmm. Right? That, because they know this. Mm-hmm. They know this. They're committing a genocide right before our eyes, and we're funding it. 
We do give a lot of money to Israel. And they I, have. I do kind of always wonder, like, why? I think I could be wrong. You might want to Google this. My computer still won't work. I'm pretty sure they have the fourth largest military, the fourth most powerful military. Really? It's not ma- that big. I know they. I know they have a big. I sh- and I shouldn't say large, but but powerful, right? Things like the Iron Dome that create unbelievable defense. You know, right. this is why Hamas had to use hang gliders, because no other weapon would work. Um. But I'm sure. I don't know about you, but I I've seen analogy after analogy to draw how to show what. Israel is doing, right? Like, uh, someone, a school shooter, a school shooter shoots up a school, goes to another school, and barricades himself in with two hundred kids. So right. the response would be to bomb the school. Yeah, that's right. There's there's an, a whole <laughs> litany of analogies you could use to to illustrate what Israel is doing is not correct. It's not right. That, and that's before getting into the conspiracy theories that Netanyahu kind of let this happen, like a 9-11 style conspiracy, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Israel's defense is supposed to be the best ever, and you let a few hundred hang gliders come in? It took the IDF six hours to get to this this music festival where people were being gunned down? Like, really? Yeah, that does seem kind of... You know, it, at least in 9-11, they shut down the airspace. You know, <laughs> so, uh, there, Israel's 14th, 14th. I, I think that all of us would benefit from reading nuance a little bit more, just like always. What Hamas did was terrible. Their budget isn't even that big, actually. Well, it's probably hidden. <laughs> Their budget is 17 billion. And that's all U.S. Oh, my God. Our budget. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Our 600 billion. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. So, Hama- what Hamas Dude, did how was... how is that possible? Russia's yeah. the number two with 84.5 billion. Oh, America's the largest. Uh, you combine the next 10. Oh, China has 216. You combine, like, the next 10 countries, America's still bigger combined. That's crazy. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's a. I don't know how fo- closely you've been following Israel. I really haven't been, to be honest. Oh, I, I, uh, it is. I know. I know stuff's going on there. I know there's hostages. I know that. So Hamas, Hamas inv- started the attack, <laughs> and then there was retaliation. And I know that even started. There's is been claims <laughs> of of yeah. uh, them shooting up civilians, but that some of them have been debunked, and some of them haven't. And I, I don't know. Yeah, Hamas invaded. Not in, I guess invaded is rough. They they went in, killed mm-hmm. a bunch of people, civilians, took a bunch hostage, right? I even have an article saved where a hostage was released, an old woman, and she's mm-hmm. like, they actually treated me very nice. They were very respectful. What is Hamas's deal with Israel? Hamas is a terrorist organization. Right. They are they think that Hamas believes that all of Israel belongs to Muslims, to the Palestinians. Oh, okay. And so Israel needs to back the fuck off. Hamas was elected in 2006, and in response, Israel built a wall around Gaza. Oh, right. Well, and cut off everything, blockaded them. Oh, apparently 50%. they still give them electricity and stuff. Well, they cut it off when it's convenient, though. Yeah, no, I know yeah. that. Fifty uh, percent unemployment. 
here's one. Here's this is a story that's like, wow, this this isn't echoes from the Holocaust at all. Mm-hmm. Um, something like ten thousand Palestinians have work passes to leave Gaza daily or weekly to go work in Israel. Mm-hmm. Okay. When this when this broke out, all the all the gates were shut. There was no m- movement either way. Um. So Israel rounded up these ten thousand workers mm-hmm. and put ID tags on their ankles. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, if if you they can't immediately trains, or? right? If you can't immediately draw ID tags to starve David on your shoulder, right? You know, right, right, right. Uh, it's unbelievable. So then, then they find. Hey, are you they, just mad because the Jews have the upper hand this time? <laughs> I you're think, looking a little Hitlery over there. Yeah, <laughs> I. Unfortunately, this 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 conflict has deep roots in religion, but now what we're seeing is Gazan civilians being bombed in refugee camps and hospitals right. under the guise of you have bad guys hiding among you. Well, what would you do? What do you do? I don't know. Do you just let the bad guys be and just b- bulk up your iron shield? Well, the, the Iron Dome will certainly... It's like ninety nine percent effective when it comes to rockets, not kites or whatever they use. <laughs> they used hang gliders with men, right? Like these men were parachuting in oh. over the border. It's the only way to get past the the wall. So, which begs the, the Iron question. Dome can shoot down rockets, but not <laughs> right, right. Which, but but it does beg a lot of questions. Like, how did this? No you one, guys didn't know. No you didn't one see like just fired a fifty cal machine gun. <laughs> right. There's a lot of questions to be asked, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but it's sure as shit isn't bombing hospitals and schools and refugee have, camps. Has uh, what has the response of the Israelis populace been? Do you have we heard anything about that? What are they thinking? It's, it's mixed. I mean, because like when Russia invaded Ukraine, there's a pretty big divergence of people that were like, we probably shouldn't do this. Yeah, no, there there are definitely. So it's, there's a lot of nuance, right? right? There are, are Israelis who have been uh, brainwashed to, be, to believe that Palestinians aren't human, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if you know, do you understand the map of Israel mm-hmm. in the West Bank? Mm-hmm. The West Bank has nothing to do with Gaza. Mm-hmm. Israelis are killing people in the West Bank because of this conflict. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. Hamas has no influence in the West Bank. So... Look, man, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I do know if you have the 14th largest military, you could probably engage in a ground assault rather than just... I mean, they're doing... There's Well, look how that's worked for Russia. There's been pictures of uh, <laughs> of white phosphorus, which is a Ooh. which is a war crime. So Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's awful. It's terrible. And I don't... Um, so right now the international well it's a pretty weak call <laughs> but there is a call for a ceasefire. Yeah, I've seen that. Netanyahu has unequivocally said no. Not right. a chance. Not a chance yeah, until they Netanyahu get back in power, my goodness. Not a chance until they release all of the Israeli hostages. Oh. There's still some left. I thought they killed a bunch of them. No, no, no. Pa- uh, well, I don't know if there's been any proof of life, mm-hmm. but Hamas captured I think like 200 300 uh, hostages they've released a few 
uh, older women. Um, so it's ugly. It's ugly. Hmm. So we've got World War Three brewing over. In yeah, because Europe. now you have I- Iran straight up threatened the United States at the UN. Yeah, but didn't the United States say? Uh, well, you maybe it's not unlike Iran. Down, Iran. <laughs> Iran has always threatened the United you States. Your, uh, you and your F four. I know the F fourteen. You know, made a pretty solid effort in uh, Top Gun two, but I don't think you're going <laughs> to have that because they're the only country that has F 14s Right? Now. Did you know that yeah. Iran? Yeah. Because we gave them to them. Yeah. So you have Iran making that threat. You have um, Israel has diplomatic in, diplomatically made a lot of advances of late. Mm-hmm. They've made friends with um, you know Saudi Arabia, mm. um, and oh, there was one. There was another kind of bigger country. But on the northern end of Israel, you've got problems with Lebanon, right? Hezbollah, right there, that would love to nothing more than to destroy Israel. You've got Jordan right there. So no, it's a it's a powder keg, man. Freaking religion, man. Yeah. It's definitely a powder keg. Like why it's such so dumb. But who gets stuck in the middle is a million children. Yeah. A million children. It's dumb. In an area that's about twice the size of DC. It's it's small. It's packed. So like Salt Lake. I don't know how big DC <laughs> is. It's, it's bigger than Salt Can Lake. Can you make a comparison that's not just <laughs> twice as big as something? Surely there's something equally as big in the United States as there is to the Ga- to Gaza. Yeah, that's it's DC. <laughs> that's the two, two DCs. That's the that's the not the DC in the greater metropolitan area. <laughs> that's just the best. <laughs> you just need to know that it's small. It's a very small area. That's what I said to my. <laughs> So, yeah, so anyway, back to the original that I worry about Joe there. Anyway. Because, <laughs> I mean, speaking of, re- okay, we want to move on to this anti-theist. Yeah. So Ashley asked me a question the other day. Okay. She said, would you consider yourself an anti-theist? And I had never heard that word before, but I mean, it's obviously got a pretty straightforward definition. Right. Uh, and I was like, no, I... uh I'm not opposed to the idea of God. Uh-huh. If there is a God, then he's certainly either one of two things. He's either not all-powerful or he's not all-loving. Right. You know, it's the Neil deGrasse Tyson concept. Right. So, no, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to the idea of God. I just have no evidence I've, of yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, I've always thought if there is, it's not the way that the way religious that people see it. No, it's, it's not like it a... Can be. A dude with a body. Right. You know? I mean, because they'll always be like, well, look at all the miracles. I'm like, well, for every miracle, there's like 10 horrible tragedies. No, for sure. I mean, back in my praying days, if if my success rate for prayer was any indication, (laughs) like I... I haven't won the lottery once. The fact that that we continue to pray (laughs) with the lack of success (laughs) is alarming, right? (laughs) So, <laughs> dear God, can you please for the thousandth time? <laughs> it's like trying to get my kid pay the to electric <laughs> bill this year. Everyone, <laughs> it's like trying to get my daughter to put her bowl in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I guess that that was about it then. Oh, I guess I wanted to ask you: Are you an anti-the? Are you opposed to the idea of God? No, no. Like I said, I no. 
if I had any evidence of God, I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah, there's a God. Agnostic is more uh, my speed. I, I'm open to whatever. I'm open to a lot of things. I'm open to simulations. I'm open to there being nothing. I'm open. To I mean, honestly, the I'm open to the idea that 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 the Christians are right. <laughs> like, uh, maybe I don't know. If you were to make a side by side, like chart of the features of the Judeo-Christian God or story idea mm-hmm. and simulation. They're very similar. Oh, no, they're completely the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. It's right. Not, you just believe that the admin... That's why I always think it's funny that the, they'll be like, you believe in a simulation? Like, religious people, what do you... Right. Well, what do you believe so in? So do you. I believe that God created this thing, right. and he's watching it and playing us like a game. <laughs> like a... Like, I believe that he can plant grass in right. little perfect squares. <laughs> Basically, like Sim City, but God. But you're, but God but is simulation the simulation is bullcrap. That's bullshit, man. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Look, I'm even open to Scientology. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> well, Thanos, not Thanos. I just don't have the money. <laughs> if I had the money to go clear, you better bet your ass I'd go clear. <laughs> 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 I just need to get my thetans checked, my thetan level. Right. Uh, okay, U.S. Space Force creates its first unit dedicated to targeting adversary satellites. Okay? Okay. I have Ew. I have a general rule, mm-hmm. or I don't know a rule, just a perception, that if you include a depiction of evil or death in your official insignia, you are not on the right side of history. <laughs> Right? Like, Nazis had the skull and crossbones. I'm not talking about you want to paint it on your plane or your tank. Right. I'm talking the official main, insignia. The main logo of the 75th Intelligence Surveillance right. and Reconnaissance it is, is death. A, it's a delta with a, the Grim Reaper with a delta for a nose. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. And That's a, like the Space Force delta. <laughs> yeah. They did it on purpose. You can read Very about it in smart. this article. Uh, so just yeah, Google seventy fifth Intelligence Squadron Space Force, and you'll see their insignia is the Grim Reaper. Did they say why the background is like scaly? <laughs> I didn't even notice. Like the that. back of a dragon or something. We are the back of a dragon. Let's see. Uh, targeting him is a today is a monumental time in the history of our service, <laughs> meaning the last two years. Yeah, I know. Like- um. Uh, it's the Delta represents historic ties to the earliest days of the U.S. Air Force space community, as well as variations of space vehicles. Uh, I don't see anything about the scaly background. It does look like dragon scales. But anyway, I just kind of, yeah, I just have a general rule. If I were like in the Joint Chiefs, I I'd be like, listen, like guys, I just have one rule. No I depiction of death or hell or evil. I feel like this isn't that uncommon, though. No, no, it's just, it's more like a Brian rule. Right. You know? Right. Anytime I see, watch like a World War II doc and I see the skull and crossbones on a Nazi's hat, I'm like, ah, motherfucker. <laughs> How do you not know you're on the wrong side, it's man? It's true. It's you true. Know? Um, I bet there's a ton of them in the Air Force. Actually, yeah. I bet there's a ton of them in all of them. There's a bee. What about a samurai? Samurai's okay, other than it's kind of appropriation. 
Unless it was like a an all Japanese unit in the, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I bet there's a lot of them. I don't know. Um, yeah, I get it. It's uh, it's kind of a weird a weird logo for something that's just gonna shoot down satellites. Yeah. It's like we're gonna Grim Reaper those satellites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I guess I don't know. Uh, I wonder how much they paid somebody to do that. Oh, I can't. I can't even imagine. Five dollars, ten. That's got to be a couple million. I hope not. Couple I mean, million for sure. It's fine. It looks like something I would no do. originality. Just, like, like I just I I don't know what people get paid to do. Can you I just don't. make sure the delta is in like seven places? <laughs> because that's the only thing that we have for space. <laughs> and we ripped it off of Star Trek. Right. Bastards. Um. Do you think you one? Do you think one should be allowed legally, ethically, even to sell body parts? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> and <laughs> first of all, what did you think I was going to say? I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't want to say. I feel like uh, I don't want to drive more people away from <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, People are teetering right now. They're like, ah, <laughs> oh, man, fuck these guys. Should you be allowed to sell body parts? Yeah. Like, you're down on your luck. <laughs> and you want to sell an ear or something? Yeah, or kidney. One of these organs we got two of. Yeah, I don't yeah. see why not. Yeah. I would do it for like a million dollars. Right. Or $100,000. Get out of debt, sell a kidney. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Are, are, you not allowed, are you not allowed to do that? I don't think so. Oh. I guess I haven't looked. Well, I mean, I assume there's, there's a black market, so that's probably why it's not legal, right? Of course. It, well, I shouldn't say why it's not. If it's not legal, there's definitely a black market. Oh. If it was legal, you'd have to pay taxes and shit. Wait, have you ever Googled it? No. I just put it in the rundown. Did you? <laughs> Did you just come up with this right now? No, no, it's been in there a while. I was having a moment one day thinking about it, like, sell a kidney. I think I was thinking, like, I wouldn't mind helping someone live by giving them my kidney, right? I am on the bone marrow list thing, uh-huh. you know, the oh, okay. database. Yeah. I think maybe I got a letter from them, and that started this train of thought. Right. You know, like, I can give my bone marrow to someone. Could I give them my kidney? And then it was like, well, can I, can I benefit from this at all? Can I? <laughs> you can't. The National Organ Transplant Act, enacted in 1984, disallows either the sale or purchase of human organs. Doing so can be punished by as much as five years in prison that's and worth a it. fine of $50,000. Oh, that's worth it, man. You sell a kidney for a million bucks, you go to jail for five years, I don't pay know, a small man. fine. <laughs> but why is it, though? Oh, there is, a, there is a page that says how to sell body parts legally, nine ways. <laughs> I mean, oh, I can, you can s- sell hair and stool. I can, s- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stool. Eggs. You can sell eggs, dude. Stool, you can actually make a lot I know, of money I've on. Heard, I've heard Ethan's told us all about yeah. it. I don't know why we're not all selling our poop. Because well, I'm you have on to too be like healthier. Yeah, something. I'm on too many meds. <laughs> <laughs> you could sell your hair, eggs. You can sell your uterus. Apparently, oh, it's you, like you a, rent like, it. You rent, right, you, you rent, rent it. it you lease it for nine you can months. Sell boob milk. Boob milk. Sorry. <laughs> Breast milk. <laughs> Plasma. Bone marrow. Yeah, why do they draw the line? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess 
What you need is know. an organization that works with insurance companies, right? There you like, go. Like, I'll give this oh, guy yeah. a million we, bucks. We definitely want to get insurance companies involved. It's the only way to lobby Congress. Uh, right? Yeah. It's the only way. So insurance company buys it for a million bucks. They charge the patient $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, that's it. That's capitalism. Yeah, it is. That's how it's done. It really is. Okay, here's something that's taken place since we've not been on the show. Okay. Sound of Freedom. And we didn't talk about Sound of Freedom? I swear we did. I don't know, but this story that I put in the rundown, definitely we didn't talk about. Okay. If you're not familiar, Tim Ballard started an organization called Operation Underground Railroad under, um, that ostensibly was saving children from sex trafficking. Right. Mostly in South America and Mexico. He has come under a ridiculous scrutiny lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's kind of a piece of shit. Oh, he is for sure. Right. So this story, though, maybe I should just pose it a different way to you. Pretend for, an, for a second that you work for Operation Underground Railroad as, um, as an undercover. Done. Okay. Think about it all the time. <laughs> you, you want to pretend to be... A man in search of children. Okay? Pretend, right. Pretend, yes. So as to capture the person selling. Right. Right. You with me so far? Yeah, I've watched a lot of SVU. This I is know fake. how this, this works. This is fake, okay? though. <laughs> <laughs> now, you and, <coughs> you and a partner who's also a confederate, an undercover. Confederate? It's someone who's in on something, yeah. Hmm. Just bear with me. You're meeting a guy okay. who's going to sell you children. Okay. You're in like a lobby of a of a dank apartment building. Okay. okay. And man approaches you. Nice to meet you. I'd like to buy some children. Okay. Okay. <laughs> man produces a child, a mm-hmm. teenager. Mm-hmm. Says, what about this one? Feel these boobs. Lifts up teenager's shirt and tells you to to feel the boobs of this teenager (laughs) okay would you do it to maintain cover for for whatever reason would you feel i feel like the teenager canceled whatever my answer is no 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 no. i i'm just asking i don't know okay so this happened in real life okay okay Guy's wearing a hidden camera. Okay. And he feels mm-hmm. with both hands. Oh. Okay? And then goes... You never go two hands. No. <laughs> you go back of hand. Yep. <laughs> yep. This man then goes back to headquarters and on tape still mm-hmm. says, I don't think I should have done that. <laughs> We're going to need to remove that part of the tape. Right. So Tim Ballard and crew are being investigated by the Davis County attorney, prosecutor, who watched said video and typed out kind of a transcript, which has been made public. Right. The person who did this, uh, Paul Hutchinson, who's also an executive producer of the movie Sound of Freedom. Obviously. I think this was him. Yeah, in 2016. Um, 
his someone asked him about it. He's like, no, 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 no. The federal police in Mexico signed an affidavit saying she was 18. That doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't change. That doesn't anything. make anything any better there, sir. Doesn't change anything. But that was his reasoning. Didn't deny it because it. Well, I mean, it's on video. But how did he know that at the time? He didn't. Because when he, I, I left a part out, which is when he went back to HQ, he told someone in charge, I can't remember if it was Tim or not, but basically said, I don't want to go to Mexico jail for touching this, this right. teenager. Right. You know, let's get, can we, so they go and tell the police and the police are like, oh, we'll just say she's 18. Ah. I don't exactly know if that's how the conversation went, but they did sign an official document in Mexico saying she was 18. Now, obviously, he hasn't committed a crime in the United States. Right. Uh, but <laughs> this is <laughs> these are the people that this are doing is, these. This is Underground Railroad. Yeah. This is the great work they're doing. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that many NGOs and government organizations have said, you know, we appreciate you, but when you pretend to be someone looking for children, you are then incentivizing them to go kidnap children right to give to you so you're creating you're making the problem a little bit bigger you're creating the market right in fact there's actually there's no sex trafficking. there is no sex trafficking <laughs> it's just undercover people trying to save children it's every, kind of this wicked loop every single child you've saved was kidnapped because of you <laughs> oh man anyway that's just one of the many stories of how Operation Underground Railroad operates. Uh, obviously, Tim Ballard has been kicked out of this company now because of all these other... Oh, because he had allegations of making people sleep with him. Let's say a woman came on board and was like, I want to I wanna help. Right. And he's like, hey, you got to pretend to be my wife and we're looking for kids. So in order to sell the ruse, you got to like... We got to really get into it, you know? Like, we got to fuck and take showers and stuff. So a bunch of women would come forward saying that Tim made him do that. <laughs> so, That's so stupid. It's unbelievable. It, a, it's I don't I don't have any comment. I, I gotta I'm gonna get myself into trouble. But that was that's really dumb. That's yeah. just really stupid. Yeah. All around. All around All of those people. Are All stupid. around. The whole thing is he's a it's a cult. Obviously. It's a cult. So Oh man. Freaking anyway. Cult. Yeah. <laughs> that uh well, that was all the links I had in in there. I think we should take a break and we'll do random headlines. I guess. All right, let's do it. Um. Yeah. Oh wait. Here we go. Here we go. When we come back, do we have anything else besides random headlines? Oh, I think I have a gotcha headline. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I still don't have a sounder for that, but that's okay. All that and not more when we come back. New shirt, Cleveland? Donna saw an unflattering picture of me on Facebook and only lets me wear black now. Was the picture that bad? It was the worst thing I would ever want to see myself be. Problem with these dark shirts is the dandruff shows. But when I wear light colors... The dandruff doesn't show, but you look bigger in the shirt. Yeah, it's called Guillermo's Paradox. What's that now? Guillermo del Toro theorized that a fat man's shirt cannot simultaneously appear slimming and clean. Mm, that boy does look like he be getting dry. This is the Our Take Podcast.
we interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind being an asshole. (laughs) 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 Sorry, everybody. We're back, and we got some random headlines. Not a lot of good ones today, except for... Hey, 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 hey. They're random. You get what you get. No, this is, I mean, a Georgia man. Ooh, that's not Florida. That's not Florida. Pretty damn It's close. close. (laughs) It's close. Although, Georgia did go to Biden, didn't it? Did it? Yeah. Didn't it? If it did, it was barely. Yeah, it did. Yes, it did. And yes, it did. And they tried. Yeah, yeah. That's where the election. That's, that's why he's going to go to. Yeah. He's going to go to jail there. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Georgia. Oh, sorry. This is the country, Georgia. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's not. It's not. <laughs> a Georgian man is attempting to set a Guinness World Record title after harvesting 186 pounds of sweet potatoes from a single plant. Wow, that's How? actually less impressive than I. <laughs> I mean. Couldn't you kind of cheat? Like, they're in the ground. He's like, yeah, it's from the same plant as he's pulling up. Like, <laughs> Well, maybe that's why this hasn't confirmed. Because the, the headline is, 186-pound sweet potato harvest might be a world record. I guess if you had them all attached still, you know, to the same right, same bush. Then How would you? I don't know. That's probably why Guinness is like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, Doug, go out there and fucking count them. The weather conditions were really good this year for growing potatoes, Anderson told WMAZ-TV. Guinness World Records rules for the heaviest sweet potato record. Who wrote these? Like, is there a guy that's, like, writing rules in the back? Like, hey, John, we need a rule for sweet potatoes. Can you get on that? Guinness World Record rules for the heaviest sweet potato record involve weighing all of the tubers from a single root system. The current record of 81 pounds and 9 ounces was set by Manuel Perez Perez of Spain in 2004. We do know they make rules because they wouldn't award the LED toilets. toilets. Which is right. still... That's amazing. This, that's a disturbing. way better record than this one. Right. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about, about sweet, sweet potatoes. <laughs> I mean, lit up porta potties? Are you kidding me? Can you imagine if he was like our one fan in Georgia? He's like, what the fuck, guys? What? I was hoping they'd talk about this, and they're over here dogging on me. Anderson's haul was taken to a certified scale where the total weight was determined to be 184 pounds. Uh, Evidence from the harvest and weighing has been submitted to Guinness uh, for official certification, but the farmer doesn't expect to hear back for several months. What are they? I want my sweet potatoes, though. So they're just going to let that whole whole crop of potatoes die? I don't know. What was the original haul? What was the headline? Hundred and eighty six. And but this is saying hundred and eighty four. Well you got caught cheating. It's still it's still over a hundred pounds hundred and two pounds. But just out of principle, we gotta DQ you because you cheated. (laughs) (laughs) You added two pounds, man. Oh, don't worry, a large portion of the crop will be donated to his church. Oh, maybe they just need to weigh it and then he can take it. Yeah. They're not gonna weigh it and be like, Like, You gotta keep it in a warehouse. Yeah. (laughs) My microscopes and They're like rebuilding it like they do like TWA Flight 800, you know, yeah, yeah. in the huge <laughs> warehouse, reconstructing this plant. Like, I don't think that this tube came from this Clearly not. Plant. It's been grafted. It's been grafted, and someone used some super glue. Is this, right. this isn't correct. Right. Sorry, sir. You don't have the record that no one cares about. Yep. Wow. I sound a little jaded about that, <laughs> don't I? Like, I mean, maybe if we had a record of our own, you know? 
Uh, I just closed my next story on accident. Reopen window. Is that a thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a way to do that. <laughs> I do that when I think, there is. when I think I hear the door open, so there I hurry is. and close my window. <laughs> private browsing. That's true. That's use true. your phone. You with have the, to the, the privacy screen with the new. With have you seen this? With the new update. Yeah. When you go into private browsing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, if you close it, it it opens back up into normal. No. Oh. No, even better. <laughs> If you close it, okay, if you close it yeah, and reopen you swipe it, up. you got to have your face. you got to have your face. Yeah. So if, you're, if your wife shows you the phone, you just close your eyes really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Florida man cited uh, a Florida driver was issued a citation when sheriff's deputies determined his truck labeled Booty Patrol. Too closely resembled a Border Patrol vehicle. And it does. It looks exactly but like a Border but Patrol vehicle. But it says Booty Patrol? That's like the female body inspector. Right. <laughs> the DeSoto County Sheriff's Office said that the white Chevy Silverado, which bears a green stripe on the side and the word Booty, booty Patrol on the back, had been spotted in several several counties. So this guy's getting around. Uh, <laughs> He's the like, I just went to Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> The driver was cited under a law banning vehicles from having red and blue lights that too closely resemble the lights on law enforcement vehicles. Comments underneath the sheriff's office Facebook post indicate the truck is a show vehicle and the lights were only ever used in filming of a music video. <laughs> I want to find this music video. <laughs> yeah, dude. And the, Booty Patrol. <laughs> it doesn't give us the freaking... It doesn't give us the music video. Oh, it's dirty. They played him. He's like, I went to all this trouble to get pulled over. I want to. There's no like end to this story. Like that, what ended up happening? That's it. That's it. They shot him. (laughs) (laughs) In an unrelated story, he was white, so that wasn't really an issue. (laughs) Um, this story's from Utah, and perhaps you've heard it already. Um, my computer is dragging. I might need to get a new one. It's pretty old. Pretty really old. old. Maybe you sell one of these ten guitars. You get yourself a computer that these works. These guitars are worthless. <laughs> in fact, invaluable is the in word. In fact, <laughs> when I when I got I just when I got this one that pickup added and got it set up. Yeah. Because it costs like a hundred some odd dollars to get the setup done. Oh, I had to get the nut changed too, so it was like a hundred sixty. The the guy was there like he's like um. I actually have to have you pay up front for this <laughs> because whenever the work is worth more than the guitar, and I want to be like, hey, hey, fuck you, bro. You don't know. You don't this know. This is an American-made PV, 1992. <laughs> That's a Hendrix, okay? Hendrix played that. Could be. Could be. At Woodstock. Uh, <laughs> uh, pole dancing skeletons raised controversy in Utah. Uh, of course they did. A Utah man's pole dancing skeleton display that ran afoul of local authorities for using a street sign has been moved to private property where it is steadily growing. So <laughs> I, Christopher Fujishin put up a Halloween display next to the road outside of his Grantsville home a few days ago featuring a purple wigged skeleton doing a pole dance. And it's I got to say, that, a hot skeleton. that turns me on. Yeah. Straight up. Bones, dude. Mm-hmm. Bones. <laughs> yep. You're like, see those bones right there? That's where the boobs would be. 
Um, so instead of it, it backfired on the city, he's like, fine, I'll take that one down and went and bought 10 more. <laughs> it sounds like it. City officials said in a Facebook post that the display violated city code by using the street sign for a its dancing pole. Okay, fine. The post, which has since been deleted, said the owner of the decorations had until 9 p.m. to take them down or they would be confiscated. I bet the city was really bummed they couldn't confiscate those. Yeah. Uh, Fuji Shin moved the skeleton to his yard, and uh, and local residents who saw the city's viral post started coming by to add their own decorations oh, to the nice. display. <laughs> now included, which now includes lights and music. Love I it. hope it's like guitar, like yeah, bow, 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 bow. some wah. Yeah. Uh, we look forward to keeping this going and getting a little more elaborate as we go. And next year, it's actually going to be full on right strippers. Going to pay <laughs> no people. skeletons. Yeah. Uh, he admitted the display is maybe a little risque for some, but it's it's all in the name of fun, I guess. <laughs> I mean, uh, is it? It's not scary. No. The homeowner brushed aside criticism that the skeleton pole dancer is inappropriate for children because they're not even going to know what it is, and it's not sexy in any way. So, if your kids understand what it is, maybe the problem's not the skeleton on the dancing pole. Maybe it's something else. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Have we talked about like how I want to do a haunted house, but I want to make it like a real life haunted house? Like people die? Like you turn a corner and someone's like, unplanned pregnancy <laughs> or IRS audit, <laughs> job loss. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Cop pulling you over. Yeah. <laughs> DUI. It just creates insane amounts of anxiety. all right one more story here and i need to play something oh yes escape pigs wreaking havoc on connecticut neighbor's lawn i long for swine news it's been a while yeah makes me happy Residents of a Connecticut town said a drove of pigs that escaped from a nearby farm have been destroying their lawn and gardens for weeks Michael Graner of Sterling said he first spotted the black mule fit pigs. Why do they got to bring race into this? <laughs> Outside of his house September 30th and on subsequent visits, he has spotted up to 22 of them. The animals are tearing up his lawn. You don't even have that nice of a lawn anyway, bro. Well, not now. Okay. this is. A, <laughs> he said the pigs have caused $23,000 worth of damage. <laughs> Sod is like a dollar a foot. Like it's, it's expensive, but not twenty three grand. <laughs> oh man! Oh, By man. the way, I double checked. A group of pigs is called a drove. A drove of pigs. Yes, or a drift. A drift. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he isn't the only home that has been visited by the destructive swine. The pigs escaped from the nearby Radical Roots farm. Oh, the radical. Radical. So they're liberal pigs. That's why. They don't <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. Brenner <laughs> said the owner has not attempted to make any amends for the damage. I don't know of any instance that has uh, uh, that he has accepted responsibility. It's always someone else's fault. Well, it's the pig's fault. It's the pig's fault. If someone's cut my fence, someone was shooting my animals. Somebody left my. Wait. If someone cut my fence, someone was shooting my animals. Somebody left my gate open. What's this that, guy talking? The, about? I don't know. It's just blathering. Yeah. <laughs> a post on the farm's Facebook page states, if anyone sees the pigs that are out, please contact us directly. We cannot successfully retrieve them or get them home if everyone sends their dog out or chases them away. Well, that seems fair. That's, uh, that is, I mean, 
I mean, yeah. I mean, they're just being pigs. They're just being pigs. They're just out there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of things just being things, remember how I had black widows? Yeah. I had so many. Yeah. Way more than I thought. Then you refused to kill them. Cause I, I did. I, I didn't want to kill them because they were just being spiders. But um, my girlfriend br- has been bringing her dog around, and I'm like, I oh, probably shit. should get rid of these spiders. And one morning I walked out when it was cold. Or when it first started getting cold, <laughs> there's just like 15 frozen spots. They're just like, <laughs> they're not moving. Yeah. Right? And then, but what's scary is as the day warms up, they still disappear. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. go back. So I was like, all right, dad, <laughs> dad, I'm a millennial. Daddy. It's cryogenics, man. Will you come kill these spiders? And he came and sprayed my house. And there were so many dead black widows. That's crazy. All over the place. They were everywhere. <laughs> You're going to get a citation from the city for harboring <laughs> black Widow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no no I, no I wasn't. <laughs> For harboring what, Brian? Because <laughs> if you say white widows, then that might be you know. That's like an old lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How come? How come when you think of a white widow, you think of an old lady, <laughs> but when you think of a black widow, you think of a destructive spider? Let's move huh? on. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, is it time for uh, a gotcha headline? Yeah, I don't have a, a good sounder, so I'm just going to play Joe Biden okay. saying. Look, 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 listen. Oh, no, listen, it's Peter, look, not listen, Joe Biden. Look, listen, listen, look, listen, look. So, yeah, this is uh, where I find a headline in the news that. And your kids died too. <laughs> that is clearly trying to reel you in. Right. All right. This is from September 6th, 1999? 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I apologize. <laughs> This is the headline. Unruly fans singing Nazi songs and interrupting play with shouts cause problems at U.S. Open. Okay. Okay? So I, I dig in. I'm uh-huh. like, this is, they're drunk. This is, this is unacceptable behavior, though. Well, I know when I get drunk, I always turn into love, a Nazi. Yeah, I love singing Nazi. Otherwise, I'm totally like... You know, left wing and everything, but just something about tennis. Something about a <laughs> Budweiser <laughs> from Anheuser Busch. <laughs> uh, so I, I read the article. Turns out it was one drunk dude who yelled one Nazi slogan. <laughs> so it was one drunk dude that was like Heil Hitler, and all of a sudden it's all the fans all of the, the US fans. Open are Nazis. All golf fans worship Satan and Hitler. We're all doomed. Yeah. Uh, Alexander Zverev felt he had to react when he heard a fan use language from Adolf Hitler's Nazi regime during his U.S. Open match. <laughs> what did he say? I can't. I like found what? it. It was not even in this article. Could it just be like. No, it was something like. Uh, Jews oh, will not replace us. Or I don't know. What, did, what What was a Hitler saying? I don't even know. Wasn't there one that was like blood, blood in the soil or. Uh, Probably. Anyway, it was something along those lines. You know, I'm like, yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. But this headline, unruly fans singing Nazi songs. <laughs> what? Who is this? What? What news? This is the Associated, the Associated Press. Press? <laughs> yeah. Brian, uh, his name is Brian Mahoney, who wrote this article. Settle down, Brian Mahoney. Yeah. Settle yeah. down. Anyway, that's your gotcha headline. Oh my gosh. What a douche. Yeah. You know, <laughs> douchebags all around. <laughs> my goodness. I have uh I just saw some I just saw some lighter news. <laughs> yes. Just to liven things up. Yeah. Cigarette lighter is cause of laundromat fire. 
Wait a second, though. Huh? I'm interested. Oh, I already closed the story. Was it tumbling in the dryer and it flicked itself? Probably. Can you imagine? It'd be terrifying. Right. You see flames in the dryer? We don't want to try it right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the new ad on some lighters. Laundry safe. Laundry safe. There's We've also... tested this in a million different dryers. Oh, where did this story go? It was back in April, so it's a pretty old story. Oh, man. Um, oh, laundromat. Oh, it's from Sky. Oh, it was in Australia. Ah. Yeah, they I'm turned the other direction Aussies. down there, so. Oh, it was a Spanish laundromat? Wait, I'm confused. They have Spanish people in, in I Australia. I know, but is it like Spanish? Like from Spain? Mm. Or I is it know. Spanish speaking? I oh. don't know. Also, there's no story. It's just a All video. I know is that you can never go back to Australia because you have a warrant. I don't know that I have a warrant. How many times have you done a load of washing or chucked them in the dryer and you realize you've left a bunch of tissues in the pocket of your shorts? Or the well, jeans? to be fair, I do that. Well, I do that pretty much every load. Oh, there's footage. In the dryer. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> it does! It blows! And what's weird? You hear that guy laughing in the back? I know. What's weird is the door, the door to the dryer opens, like like a ghost opened it, like, yeah. and then the explosion happens. All that oxygen <laughs> rushes in. Boop, boom. So it was a laundromat in Spain being reported on by but an Skynet Australian Skynet. Skynet. Sky Sky News. News. <laughs> Sky News. Not Skynet yet. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh man. Well. Oh. We were going to have a show, and then it just got canceled, so we won't tell you about it. Yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, we've, you know, we've never done a live podcast. Someday How we'll do it. How do you do it? Just like on TikTok? No, like a, like a venue oh. style, you know? That'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. We could anyway. just invite people into my room. That's true. <laughs> into our studio. You just sit on the bed over there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm going to be getting soon is a new bed. What size bed do you have? King. Yeah. 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 I don't know how I. Well, you got queen. As a queen, yeah. King I don't know how people. Uh, I don't know how people. Uh, well, we we had a queen for. It, well, it was until Quinn was born. We had a queen until then. Yeah. So from 2009 to 2016. I just. Uh, and then you get I don't a know king. how I did it for for yeah three or no four especially years. when you get a king and you're like <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Anyway, um, I guess that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I thought we were going to be longer. We only did uh, two hours. I told you. It's just kind of where we It's just where we naturally fall. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, check out our band, Rejected Takeoff, on all streaming platforms. This is one of our songs here that you're it's listening true. to. It's true. You can find the podcast at The Art Take Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. For episode 141, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time.